party podcast man you know i'm back once again <coughs> couldn't let you guys go because you know i forgot today was actually a monday you know what i mean so for me uh coming back on here again doing this the second time isn't really much of a big deal i usually record twice a day plus the hour and some change earlier i was slacking a little bit just a little bit but I'm here with you guys right about now, 546, as we speak. Going to have to remember to upload this when I get back into the house. But yeah, round two, man, we're back once again. You know what I mean? Why the fuck not? Some compilation responses, fresh and fit, uh which a whole lot has been going on with them, uh, especially with, I would say, the new edition, which will be Tommy Sotomayor. Hopefully, and like I've said this before, like when it comes to guys like Tommy Sotomayor, for example, like for him to be a part of that manosphere, truly be a part of it, is a big deal. Um, the reason I say this is a lot of things that he had probably said 2013 at that time when little people have heard of him. Now he has that opportunity to make it worldwide. And I'm not saying that he's not worldwide because he is known, but I mean more specifically in the manosphere. So, you know, it's uh, interesting. All right. So we got four videos. We're going to start off with Tommy Sotomayor because it's only 55 seconds long, but I guarantee you, it's very important. Go ahead, go ahead. If you can't tell people a fact, men are used to being told no all the time. We're told, no, you can't join the military because you have a past medical problem or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're constantly being told no. Women tell us no and make jokes about it as they do it. This lame nigga tried to holler at me. You got to walk away and eat it. Mm. So men get told no so much. That they're just used to it to that point of where they just accepted it's coming. Women are being pushed to be better than what they are. Women are being told they're queens. Women are being told they're beautiful. A fat man is a fat man when it comes to men. But women, it's body shaming. You don't have no fat man running around being like Lizzo. Oh you have women that Lizzo, right? You have women that tell you it's wrong to say a woman's beautiful. Because you, you're just measuring her by her looks. Combo breaker! Hold up, let me hit another one. Combo breaker! Combo breaker! Should we bring that back? Should we bring it back? I think we're going to have to bring that back. So, once again, Tommy Sotomayor on Fresh and Fit. Uh, you can hear bits and pieces of Donovan Sharp in the background. And uh, we're going to have to hear it one more time. 
If you can't tell people a fact, men are used to being told no all the time. We're told, no, you can't join the military because you have a past medical problem or whatever. And we're constantly being told no. Women tell us no and make jokes about it as they do it. This lame nigga tried to holler at me. You got to walk away and eat it. So men get told no so much that they're just used to it to that point of where they just accepted it's coming. Women are being pushed to be better than what they are. Women are being told they're queens. Women are being told they're beautiful. A fat man is a fat man when it comes to men. But women, it's body shaming. You don't have no fat man running around being like Lizzo. You have women women that tell you it's wrong to say a woman's beautiful. Because you're just measuring her by her looks. Once again, man. Salute to the to the great Tommy Sotomayor. Shout out to the man. Yes, dropping them facts as usual. See, that's the funny thing about it with women and men. That's why, as much as women would like to um, probably disagree with what I say. Women have a genuine envy for men. They believe that the man is is just the end-all, be-all, which in a lot of cases we are, but not necessarily by choice. Now, for a lot of women who reach those prominent positions in the job or she makes it into the career, where she's around heavy hitters like guys who are currently making money and she's actually in the same pay rate, things are completely different for that woman. Because now, just because you are a woman, now you're in a position that is predominantly men. So nobody is going to put on kid gloves when discussing conversations with you. Nobody is going to tone down what they're saying because you are a woman. Remember, you fought for this. This is what you would consider uh, equality, right? Equality? Okay. Well, there you have it. And this is the reason why women, and this is what I've said all the time, going back and forth about the double standards and fat shaming. See, body shaming is only for women. Women are the only ones who boo-hoo and cry while also celebrating their lifestyle of being unhealthy. See, that's something that most men aren't doing. You know what I mean? We're not celebrating obesity. But then again, unfortunately, if you look at the obesity in the black communities, (laughs) you see what I mean? Like, you can't, I can't validate a man making a poor decision that will eventually kill him, that could kill him. Diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, etc. Um... When you have, in my case, my family's diabetic, my mother's diabetic, father's diabetic, uncles is diabetic, aunts is diabetic. They all need insulin. They all need to uh, to check their blood sugar. Uh, Excuse me, their blood sugar. I got very fortunate. I was very fortunate to not have the similar, uh, you know, hereditary. In a lot of cases, it is hereditary. Um, I was pre-diabetic when I was 17. And 
just from hearing that, it wasn't like, I was old enough to understand that it's in the family, but I was also hard-headed. So I was like, no, I'm going to be the exception. So I had to put myself in better shape. I had, well, it was easy to do that because I was doing martial arts, uh, Tang Sudo to be exact, from about 2001 to 2006. So 17, I was actually uh, 2006, right? So that's when they told me that I, I, I could be at risk for diabetes if I don't, you know, watch what I eat, certain things like that. I said, no problem. I still ate what the fuck I wanted. I just don't, I don't eat as a lot, or I don't eat as much as I used to. As I get older, to be real with you guys, you know, I am more self-conscious about my appearance, physical health, things of that nature. So because of that, I'm not, I, I couldn't just sit around and do nothing. You know what I mean? Or if I did sit around and do nothing, I would be comfortable, but I wouldn't indulge in too much eating. You know what I mean? For me, like today, playing video games, WWE 2K20, still waiting on 2K22 to come out to see if I want to buy it or not. Um, Like bullshit like that, like to me, I feel, and I think there's a clip we have later on that a woman, she expresses it in the best possible way as a woman on Fresh and Fit. Um, like certain extracurricular activities. A woman will try to shame you for that, but just remember, she takes 30 to 45 minutes drawing and painting on her face in the morning. You don't get any childish than that, dude. All right? You don't get childish than that. Let me tell you. Okay? <laughs> all right? Anyway, no, seriously, you, you really... You really have to start thinking, <clears throat> okay, I'm childish for playing video games. Cool. I can accept that. Because as an individual, as a man, I have a childlike, I, I think every every man has a childlike, not persona, but a childlike spirit. You know what I'm saying? So people are very dedicated about going to the gym and working out and taking videos of them working out. To me, that's not a problem. I used to look at it like that but I, I i later on had a friend or someone close from the neighborhood prominent basketball player uh got into the gym started working out and he's he's tanked you know what i mean salute to him i would i would say his name and his whole information about you know the fitness thing but i'm not sure if he wants to hear that but what i'm saying is everybody has their curricular extracurricular activities and i think for men, we have, like, in a lot of ways, we already embrace our youth, in a sense, right? When the guys hang out, or when the boys hang out, the boys come together, they watch the football game, things like that, or they watch the UFC fight, or they see the boxing match. It's that sort of childlike spirit. You're yelling at the television. You're yelling at your favorite athlete. You're yelling at your favorite sports teams. And it's that sort of camaraderie that I think really triggers women because women only get together to go against men. Women only get together to go against men. You deal with these women who like to fuck around with different guys. They have what's called guy friends and that's just really hurt old partners or potential new partners, right? If, depending on how you look at it, right? 
So anytime these bitches come with this the baggage of all these other guy friends, she claims guy, uh, women, women are too dramatic. Women talk shit behind people's backs, but she's a woman. Those are the times where you really got to put the red flag method into play. Now, even though, shout out to the Cheek Slang headquarters, even though you are trying to ejaculate and evacuate, right? You must understand that <coughs> a woman's nature will speak for itself. It's only up to you as a man to truly analyze and truly pick up on, let's say, the indicators of interest. Or we can go on the opposite end, the yellow flags or the red flags. Of course, yellow flags are things that need to be acknowledged. You have to view and understand the yellow flag to truly understand the importance of the red flag, okay? We're just dropping a little bit of nuggets of knowledge right now, all right? <laughs> We're going to be very scientific with this going forward. I'm smoking some very good exotic, and this is the reason why I'm talking this way. I'm high as a fucking kite. So, when men approach women versus when women, which they never approach men, but let's say they do, and they do on a subconscious um, body language indicators of indicators of interest type of ordeal. Whereas a man, you actually have to pick up on those things to realize that she's interested or she shows interest or she is indeed attracted to you, right? Now, guy, because a guy is going off of a woman's indicator of interest, he's only going to go off of what he believes she expects from him. So if you are... If you're at the mall and you're with your boys, right? Like this is the 1980s. You're with your posse at the food court in the mall, right? And these group of women walk by and they decide to sit a little bit across from you. But there's the one brunette girl, the other girl, redhead, crazy, attractive, wild women, okay? Blonde chick, ditzy, but still presentable courteous, etc. The chick, the brunette, is staring at a particular group of guys, right? Staring at you and your posse, right? You notice your boy's like, yo man, such and such, this bitch is checking you out. You know, they'll try to they'll try to egg you on. And see look, you need that type of energy or you need that type of social uh, interaction even if it's detractors, even if it's a nigga that wants to see you get rejected, you need that competitive spirit, right? And not for women necessarily, but for life. So you got to go against the odds. Sometimes when you try to go against the odds, you know, you take a loss, nigga. Other times you are successful. Other times, you know, you get to take the victory lap. You know what I mean? You get to take the victory lap with the bitch. And look at the other guy who said that you couldn't do it. Like, yeah, nigga, I did it. Now what? You know what I mean? One up on these niggas. <clears throat> but if you don't understand why that woman is looking at you, 
Or if you're just saying, hey, is there something wrong with me? Do I have something on me? Because people are staring at me. Or women are staring at me. Like, nigga. <laughs> you need to make your move, Jack. That's for the guys who have it. Some guys have it. Some guys don't. The guys who don't have it, the worst thing you can do is pretend that you do have it. Or this idea or this um, the mentality of fake it till you make it type of scenarios where it's like if you think of it it will come right you can think whatever you want but if you're not putting in the effort towards it you're going to get nothing at the end of the day and if you spend time just trying to approach women just to get some type of response and some type of communication or to just constantly compliment women in in a very like very creepy guy um very very creepster fashion, then there's only one thing that I can say to you. Look, you're a simp. I'm gonna have to report you back to Cusco. I'm gonna get you up out of here. As soon as possible. Women approaching guys. <clears throat> Women are the ones who are essentially in power at this particular moment. I'm gonna explain why. She's the one that doesn't have to say a word She's the one that doesn't necessarily have to make a move. She can just give you IOIs, indicators of interest. She can display body language. She can display, uh, uh, excuse me, eye contact. Excuse me. Let me drink some of this tea. <clears throat> she'll show eye contact. She'll have, she'll display several forms of body language. Uh, subconscious speech. I think I used to call it subconscious speech back in the day. And this subconscious speech is her uh, mating call, in a sense. She plays with her hair, etc. Things like that, right? She's pretty much telling the guy subconsciously, hey, come approach me. <clears throat> right? So the woman is the same in a sense as a man because they're going off of looks, sure. But when it comes down to today's modern day women or the modern day whorehound, the MDWW, these whores, <clears throat> these whores come for uh, money and status. So looks is cool. The looks is going to get you in the door, but then you got a lot of guys who do everything that you're supposed to do when it comes to bettering themselves and they haven't ever truly had conversations with women. They've, they've never interacted in that way with women. Now, maybe on a professional level, sure, they can conduct themselves properly, no problem. One of these guys, I forgot the content creator, but they mentioned something that made so much sense. If money was just the answer, right? How is there so many successful guys who are willing to pay 10,000, 5,000, 2,000, for PUAs to teach them one-liners and how to peacock and stand out amongst modern-day women. See, a lot of guys never question that. This is the thing that I question today. This is the idea of what I've stated before, the beta baller. These guys, right? They work at office jobs, cubicle type of jobs. They make a lot of money, but they work crazy fucking hours, right? I'm just painting a picture. 
They work crazy fucking hours. They make so much money that they don't even have time to really spend it. So they'll invest in Bitcoin. They'll go into a lot of the, you know what I'm saying? They'll go into a lot of investment stocks, things of that nature. And they'll end up hitting it big. Now, these are the guys in high school who were essentially seen as failures, but they had straight A's and B's. They were in the honor roll, but they were placed or ostracized in a way. But they ended up getting on their, getting back on their two feet and proceeding to move forward and become successful in other endeavors. This causes the, the point where a man maxes out on, I would say... I would say status, right? Because the guy who's who has the status, this is why the status is at the bottom when it comes to looks, money, then status. Status can incorporate many things. Like your status can incorporate your current position. Your current your current move right now could be stocks. But you can be investing all of your time and effort and get to a point where you have just as much as you would have more than say the common man, people who can sit back with 70,000 just off of the moves that they made the last three, four months and be able to sit back and still have opportunity to make more money. You see what I mean? Then if you're a guy who's just primarily about getting women, you're, you're only... Your only option is to pretty much be the fake it till you make it guy. And the fake it till you make it guy, from the outside looking in, he seems successful. He seems happy. But in all actuality, he's portraying a role and he's being something that he isn't. So it can work with women, but it's going to be damaging in the long run for yourself. So this would be like dark triad, sort of dark, you know, dark triad game, which I'm not a, I'm not really for it or against it, just by the way. I'm not posing one particular side or saying anything's better. What I'm saying is the men who approach women, they approach women through, you know, indicators of interest if they know, right? Damn, they got these bitches. They be out here jogging. It's 48 degrees, but there was a couple of bad bitches out here earlier. I got distracted. You know what I'm saying? I had to get back on my pivot. Anyway, um, the the idea is when men approach women, we, we approach women off of looks and off of imagination of what she could be. That's the problem with a lot of dudes. Like incels, they've, they've fantasized love. Incels fantasized love and sex. Or they fantasized love as sex. See what I mean? Where a guy who's already fucked, even if a guy who's fucked one chick, right? A guy who had sex with one woman, but he had sex with that woman like 30 times throughout the relationship. He understands the concept of sex. There's really not much to know after the first two two times. See, niggas like me, I, once, when I was in it once, I wanted reservations. 
know what I'm saying? I wanted reservations in this um this this unknown territory. I need reservations. You know what I mean? I'll be back at this particular time. Hitting up uh hitting up bitches pussy appointments. I know about the pussy appointments. Men, gentlemen, individuals of the manosphere, I know about the pussy appointments. See, I remember we about to get into the videos, but you guys already know I owe this. I owe this to the listeners because I'm used to going on here and going the fuck off. And that's what I'm going to do tonight. I was used to at one time. I'm in, I'm looking at a parking lot that's like parallel. I don't even want to know adjacent, <laughs> adjacent to my house. And this parking lot, so many memories, you know, I've got my dick sucked so many times in this parking lot. Um, just had good times, good, good memories. I, I was dealing with this one chick, right? And this, I, t- I talked about this first chick, uh, taking my virginity because I was because I was a youngin. When <laughs> I I would got I got to a point when I graduated from this, I was still in a relationship with this chick. This this relationship was like two or so years. And I started dealing with her um, junior year. This bitch was topping me off, was giving me the treatment. You know what I mean? She was performing head doctor work. Before I was, before I even smashed, I, I, I was already, I was already getting blown. Wherever, wherever she wanted to pull up and drive to, that's what she did. And this, in my opinion, maybe it was different for me, but I could see her as a thought. But at that particular time, for obvious reasons, I didn't. I'm in that beta male mindset. I'm getting, I'm getting pussy. Well, I was getting head on demand. Then we ended up. Then, then I smashed. That was my first right there. I smashed one time. Right once. After that. I was I was smashing that probably like three four times a week. At this point, we were still in high school. You know what I mean? Three four times a week, on the regular. When I graduated, she was a she she was a senior. When I graduated, she became a senior. So she would leave school because she had co op, because she did hair. This bitch did hair on the side and shit. And you know, I went to a vocational school. And cosmetology, cosmetology, excuse me, was her trade. So she used to, uh, she used to sign out, hit me up, ask me if I needed anything. I'd be like, yeah. Uh, I said, you got any cigarettes? She's like, yeah, I'll get some cigarettes, whatever. Then it, I, I fucked up because I, I, I done fucked around, got this bitch to start smoking weed. She fucked around and got lazy on me. You know what I'm saying? Which is understood. I don't, I don't judge. I never judged her for that. There were other things that I judged her for, but not that. But, um, you know, going forward, I just remember that, that, that joy. Like, this is why I, I understand it. I understand the struggle with incels because I, I understand the joy of going through my phone, hitting this bitch up. 
and being like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. All right, come get me. All right, cool. Boom, smash. All right, drop me off. Boom, drop me off. I won't even lie. Like three hours later, she hit me up. What are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Come over, smash. Pussy on demand, that's... There's nothing better than that. That's why guys... That's why most men, they don't they don't vilify prostitution. Because when a guy's initially dating or, or communicating with a woman, that guy is instantly thinking about fucking. He may not display it. He may not act that way. He may be perceived as a gentleman. But the reality is that nigga is trying to smash, right? So he's going to, there's certain guys who are going to go through the uh, pussy procedure obstacle course. The pussy procedure obstacle course is just a maze of shit test and a bunch of fuckery that's supposed to um, test your commitment to that bitch, right? And no disrespect, I'm just using bitch in a very loosely term, talking about women, of course. Um, bitches don't necessarily have what is called um, she doesn't necessarily have good intentions. Like most modern women don't have good intentions when it comes across the man because if they did, their first question wouldn't be what you do for a living. That's your first question. How much money you make? What kind of car you drive? Then the man turns it around. Uh, what kind of relationship you have with your father? Yeah, that kind of ends it, right? But see, the reason why... Niggas like me talk the way that I talk is I'm going with the temperature and the energy of modern women. I'm not going to be looked at as a pawn. I'm not going to be looked at as a lick. I'm not going to be looked at as a come up. See, women forget the purpose of men. That's why a lot of men today can go forward without women, because if a woman doesn't have any purpose for men, then what will happen is she will try to manipulate men in order to get what she wants while giving the man the false hope and false promise of commitment, a.k.a. the marriage. Uh-oh. I'm cooking up. I didn't mean to do this. It's 6.16 right now. I'm heating up. You know, here once again. Doing what we always do. Talking about these harsh realities. We about to roast some bitches. We about to get the fire uh, started. The fire heated up. About to roast some bitches. Uh, let's see. We got Fresh and Fit clips left and right, man. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. You know, hopefully you guys don't, uh, hopefully you guys don't try to rape me. With the, uh, copywriter and things and whatnot i do have to say free uh i do have to say uh fair use i'm using my free speech 
plus fair use combo, all right? Where's the combo breaker? Free speech and fair use. Combo breaker! Okay, so we have some clips to go through. Um, I'll mention them, briefly go through them, pause them, and uh, sort of give my little... You know, give my take on this shit as we go along, but let's get into the first clip. Can you name one or two things? Oh, I can name multiple, but I'm going to start with, if you play video games out there, that is no shame. That means he's in the house doing his own thing and not cheating on you. So play, oh, play as many okay. video games as you want. We Smart. Yes. Exactly. You can see when he's online too. So listen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's it called? Two. Um, oh, if uh, you're my type of guy and I see everything I want you and I love you, I'll wear a paper bag outside if that's what it takes. So. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about this. We're going to have to play this back. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. We're going to have to play this back and then do a full, um, just a full analysis on what is taking place. All right. So let's take it back. Can you name one or two things? Oh, I can name multiple, but I'm going to start with, if you play video games out there, that is no shame. That means he's in the house doing his own thing and not cheating on you. So play, oh, play as many okay. video games as you want. We play Smart. All right, we're going to stop there. Just, we're just, yeah. Um, For one, we know that this is like, this is like simp lore. This is, this, this lures the simps into disbelief. And it's the same. It's the same type of women, and don't get me wrong. There are women out there who, who like video games or who don't mind video games. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, on a general, generally speaking, with women, they don't accept men who play video games unless they have a lot of things going on. They're making money. These bitches wouldn't even know because they'll be too fascinated with the money that that motherfucker is making to realize that he's even playing video games. See what I mean? Like video games, for some reason, it's like looked at as like a terrible thing. So it's like a woman would rather have a guy who has a porn addiction than video games or a woman would rather have a guy. You see where I'm getting at? Like they will put video games in the in these same type of categories as absolute turnoffs or just absolutely unacceptable or there's no exceptions to it you know what i'm saying and women do the most catty childish shit and i get tired of dudes like myself who point it out and be like oh we get the shaming language from the simps and soy boys this is the only these are the only defenses that they have the women who step up they get annihilated that's just that's just immediately i don't tolerate um just this Feminine, the feminism energy, not the feminine, feminism energy, the feminazi spirit that is in our great U.S. of A. Now, this is President's Day, but I'm not going to acknowledge that because fuck Joe Biden. I'm going to let niggas know that off top. Um, Joe Biden, to never mind, I might want to get deep into that. Fuck that. We're going to continue to go forward. Let me stop.
Yeah. Exactly. You can see when he's online too. So listen. <laughs> and uh, what's it called? To Oh, if uh, you're my type of guy and I see everything I want you and I love you, I'll wear a paper bag outside if that's what it takes. So mm. <laughs> I'll just say, oh, oh yeah, that. unconditionally, that's fine, that. that's straight, whatever. But, but wait, what did you do? And this is what I'll, I'll call Cap. When a woman uses the term unconditional and love in one word, it is utter bullshit and nonsense. I'm going to say this again. When females, women use the combination of unconditional and love these are two things that do not go together for women these are two things that women constantly fight in their heads that they so-called want but they do not display it love comes at a cost love comes with conditions it is up to the man to take control because he's the gatekeeper of relationships and to keep everything on tack at the same time not being looked at as a controlling asshole. Combo breaker. That's that's really what it breaks down to. So when women talk about unconditional love, this goes back to the romantic comedy or the fantasy novel mindset that a lot of women have where like it's the complete opposite of the sex in the city mindset. So keep in mind, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not really talking ill about this woman. I'm just testing what she's saying because it's two things that never go together for a woman. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Dog is a man's best friend. One's breathing, one's an organism, and one's a material option. One's a material item. One is the representation of marriage. One is the representation of ceremony, and the other one just so happens to be a man's best friend, which is a dog. See what I'm saying? I'm saying that to say men have more of a introspective when it comes to quote-unquote love and commitment. So when women say unconditional love, I have to reject that because what a woman is only speaking of is her idea and her fantasy of love. And these are concepts. These aren't really solid things. It's just what a woman says compared to what a woman does is night and day. You understand? So that's the only thing I want to point across moving forward. Oh, we're getting to that. Okay, so number one, um, he was a fantastic guy, very respectable. He, he ticked all the boxes. However, I'm not just going to say I'm young. I'm going to hold myself accountable because I was in a relationship with him when I was 17 to 21. And I was leaving college and about to move to Miami. So I was curious. I was curious at the time. I was, you know, a young, beautiful lady. And I saw the attention I got from these men that my man and his friends would idolize. And I saw that I could have a chance with these men. Mm -hmm. So distance plus my curiosity plus me being immature. um, It led to our fallout. I moved to Miami. Um, I got every man that I wanted. But as you spoke on, the longevity of a woman being able to do that does not last long. It deteriorates our value. Uh, God stopped me real hard when I tore my meniscus. I ended up gaining weight and losing the one crutch I had, which was my uh, beauty. And it forced me to really find myself and my soul and make sure my mind and body um, and spirit was connected before I was able to get my beauty back. So Wait, um, I just want to say, don't ever compare weight to beauty because you're beautiful no matter what weight you are. (laughs) Everything was fine until that dizzy bitch jumped in. 
Although that woman was going to pretty much say that anyway. Don't get me wrong. Women all talk alike, think alike, act alike. Now, some of them are presentable, yes. Some of them carry themselves in a very presentable fashion. I'm not disrespecting those women. It's the women with this, with this, um, this feminazi hive mind that these women have. And what it is, is their, their perception outweighs reality because they're women. So a woman can sit back, gain so much weight that she's almost, she, she, she can barely move and function normally. And I'm not trying to be funny. There will be a group of women who will always pedestalize her and say she's beautiful no matter what. No matter what. They're not going to tell her to get in, in, in better shape. They're not going to tell her to go on a better diet. They're not going to tell her anything of realization. It's just the perception of what they want to be, they become it. So all like I said, these dumpster, dog shed, tool shed shaped bitches, right? They, they now go off of the sort of idea of I'm beautiful the way that I am. But she doesn't look at men that way. The men have to bring everything to the table and this bitch can be a fat fucking rhino. Want the man to do this. Want the man to do that. Want the man to be this. Want the man to be that. Bitches pull, bitches pushing 225 pounds but want a guy with a six pack. What, what type of world are we living in? What type of world are we living in? And then if a guy, like I said, like myself, any guy who goes into TikTok, shout out to Myron from Fresh and Fit. He pointed it out that when you go into TikTok, they automatically have a policy where if they feel you say anything that's misogynist or anything of misogyny, they're going to they're going to cancel you instantly. So you can't even go on and speak your mind. But these bitches can go on there, whore themselves out, twerk, and talk about men are trash. You know what I mean? Got it. Makes perfect sense. But let's keep going. A healthy Sorry. lifestyle. Yeah. There's no excuses for that, though. There's you have to make sure you're I healthy. I get that. Yeah. I'm not going to, well, you know. Lauren, I will say okay, that hold was up, great. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I have to take that back. I actually have to take that back. Wow. She, wow, never mind. I have to give kudos. Matter of fact, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta chill for a second. Hold up. I, oh, all right. See, cause that's the thing that, that bothers me. See, if women said you're beautiful the way you are, but you should worry about your health, that would kind of make more sense. Rather than just say, you're beautiful the way you are, but you are a cow. But I'm not going to say that because that's going to make you feel bad. And I know how women feel because I'm a woman and women this, women that, women empowerment. We don't need a man. Women equality, uh, uh, you know, and then five, five to ten years later, where are the good men? I've been a good wife. I've been a good mother. I've been this. I've been that. I've been, you know, through the mill, completely useless, washed up. And, and not presentable and not approachable to men at all. That's what you become. Finito. Finito. 
heartfelt. That was, yeah. And I understand 100%. You kept it real. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. He, did, yeah. he did nothing wrong to this day. I respect that man. It was all on me. So wow. I've, I wow. was I was forced to learn, and now I'm a better person. Um, everything's aligned, and I'm waiting for my dream man to walk into my life. It so. seems to be clipped. Yeah, that, is, <laughs> that's that's right. that was right. beautiful. That was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will have to disrespectfully, I'm sorry, disagree. respectfully disagree with you. Weight um, does matter. Yeah, weight absolutely does matter. If, if that's what I wanted a man, the best version of a man, I have to be the best version of myself. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Let's be real. We look. Okay. I can read. See, let me find out fresh and fit going PG. See, look, I always said, I've always said from the beginning in a lot of ways, Tommy Sotomayor should, should have been where Kevin Samuels is at, but on a higher level. And I kind of feel he still is. It's just the fresh and fit combination. It really suits. It really suits Tommy. And I feel the same way is towards fresh and fit with Tommy's presence. So I think if that continues to be a thing, I think that's going to really promote a new, not a new, but a more leveled, way of thinking because you have Tommy who's an older man who has a better perspective in the long run and then you have guys who are teaching you the game short run and I think that's what balances out fresh and fit I think if 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 things go the way that I think they're going I think that's what it's going to be like I said I'm a fan of both but I think uh in this case I would have to look at the combination as something more effective going into the long run. But anyway, I have to give nothing but uh, respect uh, to these women because it's one thing for a woman to say she's wrong. And I still believe this. Don't get me wrong. But... um Of course, a woman's going to admit her wrongs down the road. So the guy may have never heard those words come from her. She probably had to come to that realization by taking a loss. And that's something that a, a lot of women, especially those who are attractive, they're not really used to. They're not used to coming across the guy who has his own shit going on and who's not trying to be tied down by a lot of these modern day wicked ass women who would want their cake and eat it too. They'll talk to you while having a few online, PUA, Tinder, all those combined. And then most of the time you'll you'll end up you'll end up fucked over anyway. Because you as a guy, you've actually believed the lies. You think just because a bitch gives you eye contact and tells you things when she looks in your eyes, that it's something you think it's something organic. You know what I mean? You think it's something real. You think it's something genuine. And trust me, I'm speaking from experience. See, women survive by saying or doing anything. Saying or doing anything. In order to survive, a woman breaks down into the ways of saying, AKA manipulating in a lot of ways when it comes to certain women in this discussion, 
their manipulative ways, they can make you believe that they want the relationships, they want the commitment, they want the families, right? And you, you allow her to train you how to be a better you, but only for her. See, that's the trick within relationships. Women already know that you're going to shower her and praise her and cater her with all of these things, these gifts, Valentine's Day, birthday, Christmas, y'all going somewhere, New Year's, y'all getting together, Thanksgiving, etc. You know what I'm getting at. When it comes to the long end for a woman, she's only being she's only being catered, gifts with things, giving time, money, attention. She's getting an upgrade of value from the man. Right. Without that man, she wouldn't be in the position that most of these men are in or were in, let's just say. So there is hidden boundaries, rules, regulations, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Or what I called lines in the sand. These these lines in the sand, right, are loosely based on what women say versus what women do and if a guy says he wants something in particular or he even expects it god forbid he is essentially thrown into the gauntlet you know what i'm saying so dudes who even have this belief or dudes who agree they're not going to speak about it publicly because their fear of representation or reputation as a whole where niggas like me who just simply don't give a shit, I really don't care because, see, I know as long as I'm speaking facts, it, it is what it is. See, bitches, they'll look at a guy, they'll look at, let's say an attractive woman, right? She'll look at one guy who she was with who was the high percentage attractive man and say, well, all guys are, are, are like that guy. Not all guys are capable of it, but all guys are that guys. Every man is capable of cheating. So why would it be offensive if I said every woman is capable of cheating? Right? That's the only time you'll hear, well, men and women are different. That's the only time you'll hear women say that. And that's the modern day women. That's the uh, far left radical women. You know. The feminazis. You know what I mean? That's when you deal with those type of women. And see, even they still look at masculine men and masculine figures as, oh, it's toxic, but they're still attracted to it. Oh, they're bad. They're ain't, they ain't shit, but they spent five to ten years sleeping with those particular men. They're just upset that they weren't chosen by those men long term. They were only looked at as a side piece, a side dish, an accessory. Secondary, never primary, probably even beneath secondary. See what I mean? But see, that's the problem. Guys, guys and what well, women, what women do is they'll pose as this, like I, like they say, queens, divas, princesses, 
um, all of these things, right? All of these terms. And the things that they have to offer a man is at so much of a low value that it's almost seen, it's almost seen comical. Like I laugh at this shit today, you know, where women will talk about they need a man who makes this much, six figures, six feet tall, six inch rod, six pack abs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> six bedroom house, you know what I mean? These bitches just want sixes everywhere, bunch of satanic bitches. Wicked black magic bitches. That's what these bitches are. Not Carlos Santana. Not the black magic woman. These are black black magic tramps. And we're not using the black as a race thing. We're talking about black magic. Wicked. Wicked caucasoids. Caucasoid demons. Black succubies. The Hispanic witches as well. Can't forget, can't forget the Asian witches, all of these wicked ass bitches. And see, this goes back to what I brought up with the tender, the tender swindler, right? The tender swindler. Um, this guy simply maximized, he pretty much maxed off of the woman's expectations for value. So the woman's expectations for value was obviously at its peak when they've seen these women saw pictures of this man in a private jet, this man driving in a sports car and he's posing in front of a big ass fucking crib. Right. And only to get finessed, only to get finingled, only to get, um, flim flammed, <laughs> only to get flim flammed at the end of this. It's very comical because the women based that attraction and based everything solely off of the benefits of that man. So these women who are in tears and these women who are crying, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, The uh, Tender Swindler is a uh, documentary on Netflix. And I didn't see the whole thing. I've only seen the intro and maybe four or five minutes in the beginning. And I've came to the realization that it was everything that I would expect it to be. Not saying it was bad. I think it's funny. I still want to record a, a good portion of it and be able to break it down one of these days of the week. But uh, the guy displayed all these values. His father was the owner of a um, was the owner of all of these diamonds. You know what I mean? And the women were just simply turned on by what the man was making, right? So for them, they looked at it, and there's this one woman. I'm going to bring it up again before I bring it up when we finally break this shit down. And the tender swindler, the woman brought back a Disney movie. And what Disney movie am I talking about? Beauty and the Beast, right? And she equated... The, the sort of hunt for love to that movie, to Beauty and the Beast, right? And how I've always brought up the Disney dynamic for a, for a, for a long time now, probably four plus years. Um, I brought up the Disney dynamic for a while, but it's funny to see women generally mention these particular things in detail. So we're going to bring that up when the time comes, right? 
but these women generally go for the what do they call it? The socioeconomic attraction of a man. The socioeconomic attraction of a man. So yeah, it's how it's it's how he carries himself or how he looks. So of course, looks is there. Socio can go along with status. Uh, economics goes along with money, and and it's a combination of both. See, a guy, it always brings it back to a guy who fucks multiple bitches, right? A guy who fucks multiple bitches. Today's in today's standing, he has to make a good amount of money. If he's just considered alpha fucks, then that comes with a price too. The older he gets, depending on what decisions. A lot of these niggas don't make great decisions. They become they become fucking uh, victims of the system due to uh, baby mama terrorist and problems in these streets. And um, we always got to put that into question as well. Let me take one more sip of this iced tea. All right, so we're going to get back into this fresh and fit shit. All right? Yeah. It looks first. No oh, cat people. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We. Now, here's the thing, and, and I'm going to say this because uh, we have a bunch of ladies at the table, and I'm just going to say it, what men want to say, but they're scared to say. It is unacceptable if you're obese, no matter your gender. The difference is this. We have a bunch of social conventions in place to make women feel good for their bad decisions. If women's overweight... Love your curves, girl. It's okay. There's plus size swim models, blah, blah, fucking blah. Uh -huh. If you're fat as a dude, you get made fun of. You Cook. know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, Solo was much fatter, and I used to tell him all the time, Solo, you're fat as fuck, you need to lose weight. Oh. Men hold each other accountable. Ain't a big deal. I was still pulling, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but that's the thing. Like, so men understand, hurts. like, that there is this, there is an invisible burden of performance for men. Mm -hmm. However, there is. I like that terminology. The invisible burdens of men. Now, weight is a huge issue amongst men. That's inexcusable. So, guys who can still pull women in that position, they have to be one of status or one of money. Okay? They're obviously not one of looks because, like I said, unless you're like heavy D, like you just think of like the exception to the rule. You can only think of a couple dudes who are like still... They were pulling bitches, and it was, like, believable. Like, yeah, he pulls, he's pulling bitches. Doesn't matter how big he is. Like, like Biggie's not, Biggie couldn't necessarily be used because that would just primarily be based off of uh, money or status as an MC. But, like, there's other people that I can mention, but it's very rare where, like, you see an overweight guy with just a bunch of chicks. You know what I mean? You, you kind of, you usually don't see that. Unless that nigga's tricking or he's, you know, he's, he's trying to get some business and corporations. Not an invisible burden of performance for women. Mm. If a woman's overweight, we have all these conventions to make her feel better about her bad decisions. And I'm here to tell you, ladies, if you're fat mm. you do, and men don't want to date you because of it, it is what it is. And men have a... Hold up. Preference too. It's just I that agree. when a man says, if yeah. when a man says, "Hey, I don't date fat girls," he's immediately shamed. But if a woman says, "I don't date guys under six feet tall," you go, girl, know your worth. And I'm here to tell you, ladies, being fat is unacceptable. It's completely in your, uh, in in your, uh, it's in your control how much you weigh. But it 
cook. It's not in a man's control how tall he can be. I'm yeah. not sitting here cook. to for men. Like, if you're short, it is what it is. I tell all my short guys, need to get in the fucking gym. You don't have a choice. But with women that are overweight, nah, we don't have to fucking accept you for being fat. Yeah. And cook. that's retarded. I'm not going to accept mm -hmm. the fat girl. And, and also, a lot of guys will also settle for girls that are a bit more, or, or have a little bit more weight because that's what they can get at the time. But they will keep you as a side piece until they can find yeah. what they really want. I, but they'll never tell you that shit. Though. And that's not me, real quick. That's not me to yeah. Soul Soul. Because Soul lost yeah. a lot of weight, guys. He was yeah. way bigger. He lost a lot a of lot weight. Yeah. But that's the difference between men and women. Like, we, mm -hmm. we accept the reality that, yo, we got to lose weight. What the fuck? Sorry, go ahead. I don't think there's I any. I have a lot of crypto. I, I, totally, I actually totally agree with you. Yeah. I don't think there's any issue in a man saying that he doesn't want to date a fat woman. Mm -hmm. What I do disagree with is fat men saying they don't want to date fat women. Oh, yeah. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Sir, you're fat. How can you yes. be like upset that this woman is the same size as you? Well, here's the thing. You love that preferences, but at the same time, you can't body shame other people and Please not body shame That's true, but you can say that to the whole bunch of feminazis who would disagree with you when it comes to men. If that man is successful, no, no, I'm talking about a regular man. I've seen this all men. the time. Because these are regular men. They're successful and regular men. We're talking to people. Mm -hmm. So why is it that? And I have to ask because I've seen it. Why is it that heavy set men will be like, like sorry, because like, it's well, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't. I've never understood. There's, 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 there's. Life isn't fair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, I hate to say it like yeah, that, ladies, but, yeah. but but life isn't fair. You know what I'm saying? Like every single one of you get DMs from dudes randomly without having to lift a finger. Whereas like us guys at the table, we have to work for any girl that we date or or court. You know what I mean? Like. We had, a, no offense to you, but like just using you as an example, a man took you out, but that wasn't enough. You had to pay and you had to do all these other things. So the point is this, men have to work a lot more than women do to get attention from the opposite gender. Facts. Facts. And on, no, hold, let me just, let me just speak on top of this. Um, see, as a guy, right, there's, there's, there's only certain things that a guy can do to be more appealing to women now if a guy this goes back to the whole money thing right if a guy has a lot of money and he's out of shape he's still a guy with a lot of money so even if he catches the most treacherous despicable women he'll still have an option because of what he has right versus a regular guy like this woman keeps saying who has a six pack and who works a regular job. Yeah, a woman will look at him as appealing, but she she has too high of an expectation to really deal with that guy long term. And don't worry, she ain't shit to begin with, and the guy doesn't really feel the same about her either. So what usually happens is these women will categorize themselves or put themselves in a higher position to what they really are. So at the end, when they're bitter and they're miserable and people ask them why, they'll say they can't find a, a quality guy. So that will just be their fallback. Or that's just like their 10-year cope. They'll cope They'll cope with this shit for like 10 years, right? Their, their 30s is when it all begins. They'll start coping automatically. Or they'll have a small phase where they'll actually go out there and try to find somebody because they got until 35 to really uh, be able to have kids. In some cases, shorter than that, depending on the woman's condition. So all of these things are in her mind at this point. So she tries to find the commitment. She tries to find 
you know, this worthy guy in order to complete her, right? And most of these women come come up short completely. Now, they're not willing to take any accountability for their previous mistakes. So they're going to have to deal with the reactions and deal with the consequences of what they chose along the idea of growing up or becoming women or really becoming, uh, you know, 23 to 27, that stage where the guys who could benefit her, she'll throw aside for someone of higher worth. But that guy of higher worth treats her like shit because she's not on the same level as him. And he knows that and she knows that. But let's get back into it. But since it's easy for you guys to get men, there's obviously going to be certain things that come on your side that don't come on our side. So men necessarily, we're not held to the same beauty standard that you guys are. You guys are considered the fairer sex. You know what I'm saying? That beauty that you guys have is your biggest weapon and you're also your biggest detriment. Because mm. yes, you're beautiful, but with that beauty comes, a lot of guys aren't going to take you seriously in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It comes mm. at a cost every single time. Everything that has a benefit also has cons, right? So the negative is, is that men, since we're not the fairer sex, we can make up with other things, such as money, social status, clout, whatever. There's a bunch right. of ugly fat dudes that get a bunch of girls Hell yeah, outside absolutely. of their league. I can't stop for that. You know I'm what I'm saying? I won't either. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. Yeah. I don't know no MVP. Oh, hold up. Fuck. A man that's out with a fat, ugly chick. Hell nah. No matter how much money she has. Look at Oprah Winfrey. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's the difference. Like, money love. It sucks that um that some guys might say, oh, well, I don't want no fat chicks when they're fat themselves. But if they have the money and the status to be able to do that, to exercise that option, some of them will. That makes yeah. sense. But for so average guys. Tip. Yep. And with that being said, women on the opposite end, right? The women who have a lot of money doesn't necessarily entitle them to men with a lot of money. And guess what? If these women somehow double what the average man makes and she's only positioning herself for a high value man and she's this career driven woman she's one of the career driven women that have they believe that they have everything together they're independent they've they spent two to five years saying that they don't need a man but now they spend two to five years going forward saying they want a man these bitches be looking busted up fucked up looking like joanna man all right, let me stop, man. I'm dropping rhymes. Fucking around dropping rhymes in here. Let me get back into this. But here's the thing, though. Here's the other thing, too. Average guys that are fat, like you're saying, that have this preference, let's keep it a stack. They're not going to get the girls anyway. Yeah. I've, there's plenty of happy, heavy set couples that I've seen. But I've, I, like, and I know women that are heavy set that have heavy set male interests, but they have been rejected. For being fat. But it's like, yeah, it's the only yeah. reason I brought this up because I just, I'm like, is this like no, a normal it, it, thing? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, we live in a world now where it's okay to be delusional as a woman, but it's not okay <laughs> to be delusional as a man. I'll give you an example. If you're a delusional woman that says, I'm not settling, I'm holding out for the best, society's going to tell you, do that. You go, girl, yeah. do it. You deserve your worth. But if you're a guy and you're fat and you're an average guy making $50,000 a year, well, you being delusional is going to be met with some consequences. No bitches are going to take you serious. Like, they're going to look at you like, the fuck? You're not going to get girls. So there's there's going to be like negative reinforcements in reality to your bad choices as a man. Mm. Like men can't afford to be delusional, but women can. Does that mm. make sense? At least sexually. God damn. Look, guys can hate. Guys can hate on Fresh and Fit. I wasn't the biggest fan in the beginning. I would only 
I actually consider myself, I definitely understand a lot of their messages and a lot of the points that they make is valid, without a doubt. The detractors or the people who just dislike them, if they can't understand the reality of what he just said, then fine. You know, whatever you have against that person is personal and that's cool. You know, I just don't have those feelings and it is what it is. But straight facts. Straight facts. When it comes to dating. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They definitely are men that don't cheat, but those are not the those are not the the, the men that women go after naturally. We're going to the because second video. Everybody in life wants something that everybody wants. Hence, when it comes to trainers, Jordans, exclusives, whatever, everyone wants that thing that nobody can get. But I was able to get it, and I think that's the same thing that happens with women. <laughs> She says women don't go after men who don't cheat. Attraction is not a choice. All right. So before we get into that, I didn't know we were at the end of that first clip, but that was the first clip to fresh and fit. Um, There's a lot of things to take back from. I would probably have to catch that entire episode. I actually tend to listen to fresh and fit a little bit more. Like when I'm playing video games, I'll play. I'll, I'll listen to. Uh, I'll play an entire episode. They they usually have like three hour episodes, so I'll usually listen to that. But um, it's the expectations of a woman, right? So, with that show, like Fresh and Fit, with the podcast and the women that come on the guests, they're always representations of something, in a way. Like, you'll see the quiet women, the quiet women who don't really say anything. They're either innocent in, in their appearance or they're about to be problematic. They're about to say something at the end. Look at the Tommy Sotomayor situation with the woman, right? With the uh, whorehound. Um, a lot of other things that were questionable, to say the least. But you kind of see the energy when you watch the show rather than listen to it. Because when you watch it, you kind of see the women's body language. And them bitches being there comfortable as fuck, shoes off, just playful and shit, running around. They got stripper poles in there. Them niggas is in there living like living like fucking Ric Flair. You know what I'm saying? But um Women get out of pocket. Women get kicked out. A lot of people say that's kind of the routine. I mean, even if it is, it's still funny. I'll give them credit for that. That shit's hilarious. Them fucking bimbos getting tossed out. Well, not physically, of course. They should be. They be out of pocket. You want a man's... You in... You in man's... You in a man's property. Acting very dysfunctional being very confrontational, problematic, argumentative, unpresentable, right? And you get surprised when a nigga who owns the facility that, that you are currently sitting in and being disrespectful at, when that nigga tells you to get your shit and get the fuck out, it becomes, oh, see, this is misogyny, see, this is the shit. Nah, bitch, grab your shit and get out of my, get off my property. Make all the videos you want. 
say that I hate women. That's cool. That's fine. But get the fuck off my property. You feel me? See, they fucking up. Because, you know, homeboy, he used to be a federal agent or some shit. From what I from what I know. He used to be a fed and shit. And um, he don't got no security. But, you know, I'm pretty sure they, they locked and loaded out there. <clears throat> you know, they locked and loaded out there with... Um, with weaponry, but you know, they need security and they need females. You gotta get these bitches that look like China. Rest in peace, China. You get these bitches that look like China from WWF. Cop you about three, four of them bitches. They're gonna cost you like probably 20, 15K slash 20 periodically, maybe four times a month. So that's 60 off top. But, um, you know, just to get these bitches up out of here, you got to pick them up, toss them about, jazzy Jeff these bitches out of the front porch. You got to do what you got to do, man. You know what I mean? Anyway, we're going to go into this second video, which I'm not going to bring it back. Manosphere highlights daily. I forgot. I thought I had, uh, I think the rest of these. I think the rest of these are fresh and fit clips, but we're going to go through this one because this is about nine minutes long. So uh, let's get it. Welcome to Manager Highlights Daily. Attraction is not a choice. I repeat, attraction is not a choice. It's part of female nature to be attracted to certain men, just like it's part of our nature to be attracted to young and feminine women. We make these videos for educational purposes so you can protect yourself at all times because you can't mess with nature. Women will be women. It is what it is. That's why there's no need for me to hate them. I love lions, but if somehow a lion appears in my backyard, I won't be surprised if it wants to have me for lunch. That's what lions do. They eat meat. So I'm not going to try to pet it. I'm going to... I took my talents overseas, but it's still women that I had to deal with. Always be on your guard, fellas. Now it's time for us to dive into this and do what we have to do. Because we men and we. We men and we. A lot of men will claim that they're faithful, but it's because they don't have the option to cheat. There's no girls telling them, no girls are throwing themselves at them. There's no girls in their DMs. There's nothing there to even entice them or to test them. So. I don't think that's fair. That's and, and do you not? I don't think that's fair. I understand what the brother is saying because she is making an assumption. It's not based on facts. However, I agree with what she's saying. There's a saying here in this space and it goes something like this. Most men are just a blowjob away from going back to the plantation. Yesterday we dropped another how much proof do you need video with women stretching and flexing. These videos are getting millions and millions of views, and it's... This is what I've been bringing up before. These bitches be on, be on here doing yoga and shit. These, these fucking athletic women. You know what I'm saying? And really, what it... It's a reminder that guys... It's not, it's not, I wouldn't even consider it a bad thing because what else would these women do it for? Yeah, there are women who do yoga and that's like a thing. I get it. Like, absolutely. But some of these, some of the shit these women be wearing, let me just start off by saying that. 
Um, this is the anti-simp zone, but I will acknowledge that these are some very attractive women, so that's how they continue to gather the audience. What he's pretty much saying is it's not rocket science on why these guys watch these videos. They may be hard as rockets <laughs> watching the videos, but yeah. Men that are watching these videos. Most average Joes will have a hard time resisting the temptation when women like that come on to them strongly. Why? Why? Because they are not battle tested. Only the top 10, top 20% of guys get this attention on a regular basis. Average Joes can be picky on dating apps. They have to swipe right on everything with the hopes of getting one. All right, I don't know what happened, but this shouldn't make that much of a difference. We'll just have to uh, incorporate this part of the recording to what I was talking about previously and what video I was on previously. So let me set everything back up. And try to do this again one more uh, one more time. Is, if this doesn't work, or if there's a problem, let me see something. It's men. Okay, good. If this doesn't work, or if there's a problem with this, then I'll just wrap this up. Because I've already did an hour and 20 so minutes. So we still have a good amount of shit to go through. So we're just going to try to play this through. And hope that this shit didn't crash again the way that it just did. So let's try to continue. By watching these videos. Most average Joes will have a hard time resisting the temptation when women like that come on to them strongly. Why? Why? Because they are not battle tested. Only the top 10, top 20% of guys get this attention on a regular basis. Average Joes can be picky on dating apps. They have to swipe right on everything with the hopes of getting one or two matches. But you're only as faithful as your options. Never. That's that's and this is why I say that's the insulting thing nah. because there's some genuine good, nah. good, good guys. There's guys that can be monogamous. One thing. A woman is only faithful as her options. Remember that. A woman is only faithful as her options. Meaning, in my opinion, this is from my take. When you approach women, or you're the one who shows immediate interest right away she has the control being that she has the control and let's just say she's manipulative she'll play the game with you just to see what you can do for her now during that time she may not display any affection or any attention to you but you won't notice it because she's just receiving everything that you are displaying for her she's not being dismissive and telling you to leave but at the same time she is not she doesn't really give a fuck either way you get more and more to these women who are just in it all for the bag or worse if they're not in it all for the bag they expect you to have everything set just for them to come and and, and take essentially what you have they're not borrowing these things. You're not getting these things back. You get married to a woman without knowing much about it. You're not going to get that time back when things fall apart. You may be in that position as a guy where you just have to stay around just to keep things afloat. Because you know if that divorce comes, you're fucked, financially speaking. See what I mean? This isn't like fear... 
because guys are going to come up with their conclusions and they're they're going to make their decisions anyway, um, as they should, freely, without the criticisms of really anybody. But as I stated, when guys decide to just to just leave, right, it's going to become more and more of a problem. See, right right now, it's not seen as much as a big deal because a lot of these women don't necessarily look for those options until they're like late 20s, early 30s. They haven't really figured it out that they're no longer, well, it's not that they're no longer attractive. They're just not as attractive. And because they're not as attractive, we expect them to be a little bit more humble, to be a little bit more understanding, to be a little bit more considerate. But their level of expectations are actually heightened by the society and the sisterhood and the feminazis around her. When you have a particular group of women, or when you have women in general, the modern day women, promote the idea of sleeping around, promote the idea and the lifestyle of promiscuity, they are choosing to essentially be leftovers, right? And these leftovers are essentially cast aside later on. They get to live the lifestyle or they get to have the benefits short term, but it comes at a long term cost. Guys who made the mistakes of believing love and for what love was in the beginning most of the time, whether it's puppy love, a crush on a chick, or they get the realization of that woman not interested, etc., their minds going forward is different. Whereas a woman who in the same situations would have been approached by men on an intimate level and they've disqualified them and continued to, to sort of, they, it, I think the Disney mindset is heightened when a woman gets into her 20s. So she still wants, you know, Prince Charming. She still wants that guy to essentially be the savior you know and it's always the women who are in need on a conditional level right you don't want to help her do everything because she can do everything on her own or she's strong and independent she's highly educated problematic at best but she still expects you to be the traditional guy she still expects you to be the breadwinner while these women can go out there, be whores, be scandalous, and then come back at the very last minute and look for a quality man and husband. We're here to tell these bitches that that shit's not going down um, this time around going forward. Again, I agree with her. The first time I heard this statement was from Chris Rock. Man is basically as faithful as his options. That's how faithful a man is, no more, no less. And you see all these fat Republican guys going, I would never do such a thing. This is a travesty. I'm like, nobody's trying to blow you. Ain't no 20-year-old girls trying to blow Orrin Hatch. Ain't nobody trying to get Newt Gingrich some. I don't give a fuck. You ain't never going to hear Newt Gingrich go, man, I wish these hoes would back up off me. Let's take a look at this picture from this article called Infidelity Statistics 2021. Link in the description. The top five reasons people have been tempted to cheat or have cheated. Let's take a look at the men. They compare European men to American men. The number one reason. 
the other person was really hot. This goes for European and American men. I'm telling you, there are some hot, hot women on this planet. Nowadays, you can find them on Instagram and stuff, but to actually meet and hang out with a hot, hot woman, that's not the standard. Let's take it a step further. Reason number two. For European men, it's the other person was really there for me. And for American men, it's people were hitting on me. So it's kind of similar. You can put it in a special attention box. If you have... All right, so I'm going to try to flip and reverse this the best as possible or as best as possible, excuse me, because Chris Rock said it, when it comes to men, we are as faithful as our options. I actually believe that for women in the same way, because a woman has pre-selection, she has a selection, she has options, regardless of how she may think, she may think oh, I'll just communicate with one guy and see how that goes. She's still going to be tempted by those on the outside. This is why social media and relationships, regardless of how old you are, it becomes toxic. Especially if you want to be that type of couple who puts everything out there about what y'all are doing, unless you guys are not solid enough to possibly be uh, related, I'm not going to say directly, husband or wife, then that's going to come with a lot of consequences and repercussions, especially if the woman is attractive. If the man's attractive, there is a lot of scandalous women who will try to hit him up knowing that he is married. That does happen a lot. Guys will always say it. I've said it myself. When I, when I was in a relationship with women, I would get more attention from women versus when I'm single I'm actually taking care of myself for at the short term, I'm saying at the end of a relationship, we're talking years ago, I would get into better shape, I would do better things and I would get less attraction from women, ironically, then I'll get into another relationship, then all of these other women will try to hit me up. It's always different when it comes to who you are, you know, what I mean, and the work you can put in physically, the work you can put in when it comes to self development. These women don't have real, they need the world for their self-development. That's the best way I can put it. If a lot of women hitting on you, sooner or later, you're going to run into someone that is irresistible. And like Chris Rock said, if you don't have these temptations, these options, there's not much to worry about. Let's take it a step further. Yeah, but I, I honestly believe that that is the, that those type of guys, a lot of women don't want those guys. Why, would those guys, why not? What do those guys look like? But they, 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 so the women, like, my, one of my exes said this to me. He was like, there are men out there that are not going to cheat, but the, the fact of the matter is a lot of women don't want those men. Because those men are the quiet men or the ones that you are like, oh, there's just something about him that I just don't, there's no nice. And I'm extra nice, you know, extra gentleman. I'm extra just like, oh, you're beautiful and you deserve the best. And she told me I was too nice. I couldn't believe it. We, we, it wouldn't work because I was too nice. By the way, that clip is from Tupac. Okay. Matter of fact, fuck that. I want to find this clip because it, it, it explains everything that I'm trying to say. All right. It pretty much explains everything I'm trying to say right now. Pac said it in like two clips. Let's see if we can find it. Uh, let's see if we can find this. If we can't find it, 
then fuck it. But we're going to try to find this shit. Uh, let's see. Okay, I don't think we're going to be able to find it. Alright, hold up. This shit is... I hate this fucking phone. I really hate this phone. Let's see. Let's see if we can find this, man. I'm not going to give up on this. Here we go, here we go. And I've seen guys speak to women with this much respect. And I deplore that. My mother is just totally, I grew up, my mother raised me. So I have this much respect for women and I, and we, I fight often because of that. And it gives me a lot of friends. I mean, I, I get a lot of friends, because, but I also, I get a lot of friends because I have respect for women, ultra respect for women. But then, like I, I, was, I was liking this girl in, in Tam, and um, and I'm extra nice, you know, extra gentleman. I'm extra just like, oh, you're beautiful and you deserve the best. And she told me I was too nice. I couldn't believe it. We, we, it wouldn't work because I was too nice. That was the ultimate stab in the back. So I went through a week of just going, forget it. I'm just going to be like them. Because they seem to get the girls and they're, they're, they call girls the B word, you know, and they smack and beat and they're, get, they're getting girls. And I'm going, peace and I think you're beautiful, and I'm, and they're gonna. Well, I like him because he's masculine. I'm masculine. I mean, and with the guys, I'm trying, and like yesterday, he was cursing, and I was like, "Don't curse!" And he got mad at me because I told him not to curse. But what I'm, my plan is that if I keep telling girls not to let them call you these names, and I keep telling, if I keep saying it, it's gonna catch on because the girls won't allow them to be their boyfriend, and they're gonna speak to him like that, and they're gonna want me. So in order to not Get them to go with me. They're gonna have to change, and that's how they change. So I'll be the scapegoat, no problem, as long as they change it. So, yeah. That was Tupac on being nice to women. All right. Now this is, as you can hear, just by the voice, this is a very old clip of Pac. I can't even get the exact year. Now I can't find. There's another video that goes along with it that goes after it. After you know, dealing with women and saying fuck bitches and all this other shit. And it really goes together well because it explains the transformation that Pac had and, and that Pac generally needed. Pac needed that transformation. Pac would have not been recepted well as that particular Tupac. That's the facts. Because that thug life that he later on promoted, and let's be real here, that thug life that he later on promoted brought him more attention, more money, more women, and more fame. Right? So what does that tell? What, what am I saying this for? Well, at the end of the day, as a man, you're nice. You're, you being kind to women doesn't make a difference. If a woman's not interested in you, now granted, if she's interested in you and then you display kindness to a woman, that's that's not a bad thing. But I'm saying just off of instinct, you want to just approach women and have that kind, cool, and courteous perception, they're going to take advantage of you.
They're going to dog you. You'll get dogged out to a point where you won't take it anymore. And you'll start manning the fuck up. You'll start speaking out. You'll start looking different. You'll start acting different because you accept who you are. You don't care about the perception of a woman towards you, especially if she has no genuine interest or care and consideration to begin with. That's what we teach. That's what I feel a lot of us teach men when it comes to whatever, manosphere, MGTOW, red pill, you know, man. So we're going to get back in. Do we want to get back in this video or do I want to wrap this up with the last video? Let me see. Because we're halfway through this. Yeah, I kind of want to get through the rest of this, I guess. Uh, matter of fact, let's just go through this real quick. Did not mean to do that. I apologize. On men dating in the current marketplace. Is oh, it worth shit. it? Is it, is okay. it, is it a waste of time? Like, what's your view on dating in the current marketplace? Yeah, I think, I think it's not worth it if you're not where you want to be at. Okay. So you, it's really, you got to have self-awareness. And I think it's a time where you can meet people and actually go out and meet girls, but that should not be your main priority. Yeah. And the more you put the work in on yourself, into your business, into bettering everything in life, the women would naturally come. But if you put those women first, it's 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 going, it's just not going to last. It's not going to be worth it at the end of the day. So I think that most of these guys just need to just put their head down, focus on what they need to do, you know, have fun. Cause I'm not saying that you can't have fun, yeah. you know, like you know. You get your work done and have a good time, but do not put your whole soul, all your resources, and spend your last dollar on these women. It's, it's a broken system. It would never satisfy. And I think once you find your purpose and you get on that, you will see all those things that just fall to Man, work. that was beautifully said, bro. That That's was well this, said, man. man. I feel like I was a preacher. If I'm saying <laughs> that. Yeah, no. So for me, like I said, I come, I come into the space a bit differently. Um, because I I definitely believe in marriage personally. Mm -hmm. You know, me personally, I will never have my children raised by a baby mom. I'll never allow my children to be raised in a woman's house. I just think that's Ooh. Gotta respect that. I gotta move this car, so I'm doing that while I'm talking. Um, gotta respect that. I think there is there is a space, right? And it's, it's a weird space. It's in the manosphere, right? And, like, it's not it's not what you would consider, like, traditionalist or, like, traditional men, right? They're not traditional, right? But they'll live in the mindset of trying to have a decent life possibly be a decent father, right? You know, they don't want their mother to be the baby mother, right? They want the mother to be the wife. There is a good portion of us black men, I will put myself in that percentage, but I don't look at it as a general focus. It's just something that would see, it would it would be nice, right? The problem is, the reality, you know what I mean? And we're going to do the introduction into the real world tomorrow, I think. The introduction into the real world. I'm going to make that a series. 
I'm going to try to put together, you know, my thoughts and views going into the things going forward. And when I say the indoctrination into the real world, I'm using the reference of a lot of the teachers and what they tell you in high school and what I personally feel about that and a representation of today being the quote unquote real world. All right. I, I actually forgot. I forgot. Um, I'm going to use a lot of different references. I'm going to actually focus a lot with tomorrow's episode and a couple of other episodes going forward on particular articles and topics because we're going to read through those as well as go through videos. We're going to try to switch things up, you know, incorporate a lot of different ideas into the mixture of this here podcast. But let's continue to go forward. Crazy. I think for people to believe that's a solution for men moving forward, that's impossible. Yeah. End of the day, we, we need it. We need a new generation of men. 100%. We all are going to have to be fathers. And I hope every single man has the ability to raise his son the way my father was able to raise me. Wow. And so to me, in the current dating market, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate, man. Mm-hmm. It, it is terrible, um, you know, not just in regards to women, but also for men. Yeah. It's the way they've been conditioned, mm-hmm. the way they've been made weak the way that the masculinity is lost. And so for me, Chris is 100% true. What you teach on your platform, what we teach on our platform, men have to improve themselves. Yeah. Become yeah. No the best version of themselves. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't complain, level up. It is what it is. Yep. And so to me, I just really believe that you got to be wise, especially when you're choosing a woman. And the reality of the matter is, is that I know so many guys are afraid of women leaving them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot of guys are afraid of. Even that girl asked you that yesterday. Yeah. And you gave a great response. Yeah. I'm not worried about her leaving because I know that she ain't. Yeah. Yep. So and, and I'll close with this story. One of our one of our friends, um, he uh he's a multimillionaire, super successful guy, probably dating one of the hottest chicks in the world. Mm. And and I always asked him, I was like, bro, man, like, what is that like? Because you know, like not saying these guys are in their DMs anymore, but you gotta have guys like Bieber. You know what I mean? You have guys like billionaires, like real billionaires. You know, we got guys like Drake. Like people talk about what if my girl sees Drake? Not his girl is Drake is in she shows him the DMs. And then he's like, but I'm not afraid. And I was like, why is that so? And he's like, one, because if she leaves me, she loses. Thanks. She loses. And not only that, if she leaves me, I got 50 more waiting to take her spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think I think Myron's hundred percent right. If you're gonna get married, be wise about it. You know, I highly advise marriage contracts where you can be able to have things where you understand that if you wanna leave, you leave with nothing. You know, you have to be able to be wise as a man if you're gonna engage in that and protect yourself and protect your also your children. The idea also make it clear that hey, if you wanna leave, you can't take no kids. You legally have to sign to that. And so to me, my 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 belief is as a man. When you build your kingdom, she has to join your program. Mm. It's my rules. Yep. If you don't sign this deal, Chris will. Yeah. If you won't sign this deal, Myron will. Like, so the idea is as a man, you have to be that kind of individual yeah. and you set the relationship on your terms. Exactly, I think yeah. so many guys, and you know, because I read a lot of the literature and I read a lot of the discussions, 
They hate the laws, and the laws are horrible. They hate the rules. So I believe every man, you better make your rules. Yeah, you have them. your lawyers, you have your contracts, you have these things signed in paper. You make your rules. And if she does not sign up, yeah. if she does not agree to every last law of the land, she is banished from the kingdom. Exactly. Straight up. And so to me, that's the uniqueness when I believe in the dating market is that you only settle down when you find a woman who's willing to submit to you in every single way. And she's willing, not, not argue. I'm not arguing with you back and forth, but she's willing, eager and passionate and desires you. Then you can go. Everything ahead. else falls into place. Falls into place. And that answers the question from earlier. Cause one guy asked, Hey, with as a high value guy, can you cheat or whatever it may be? And the answer to that guys is, if you're high value enough, you can do what you want. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Every man is different. Like I always say there is no cheating. It's just you stepping out every now and then and dealing with girls. Cause the way men cheat versus how women cheat are two different things. That's another conversation. Mm. But at the end of the day, guys, it's your world. So if you want to be able to have multiple girls or whatever, if you are high value enough, she will share you, bro. And also don't settle. Like yeah. a lot of guys, I feel like they settle. Even me, I married a single mom. I settled. Right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know my value until I became a better person. I became more, had more money. So at some point, guys, you're going to be uh, a bottom low, low level. But guess what? If you work on yourself and you become high value for yourself, whatever that means, then you're going to get better results, better girls. And just give it time because you can't rush your process. Like your time comes when your time comes. It doesn't come like in a year, two months. Just because you see us living life or you see them living life, doesn't mean it's going to happen right away. But just understand as a man, the older you get, the more you put in the work, the better results you're going to get regardless. All right. Good way. Good way to wrap things up. All right. Because I forgot this recording that I did stopped. I think at about an hour and 20 minutes. I'm not really sure. We're about 25 minutes going forward. Um, The self-development thing is very necessary. Everything that that guy was saying was pretty much facts. If you take the traditional aspect out of it, I feel that men aren't really responsible especially a man who has himself put together. He's a man who's taking care of what he needs to take care of. I don't believe that a man should be assigned into seeking and finding a lot of these types of women. So I feel, as he stated, the dating market being the way it is because of men and women, I think if we look into the grand scheme of things going forward, it would have to be the women because a lot of the single mothers who are pretty much creating not soy boys per se, but potential soy boys. So these men either become hyper-masculine, they get into sports, they try to do all these things to find sort of their their calling on what they need to do without that fatherly without that father figure or without that fatherhood present. Or they become completely annihilated by the gynocracy and by the matriarchy which in a lot of cases, speaking on black men, is the black community. Um, because of this, I think we, a lot of men are responsible in creating alternatives, um, speaking, up, speaking up about these situations, you know, not being afraid to, uh, to ruffle some feathers out there, especially with these birdhead ass bitches. They're really just being direct. I think there's a balance of doing certain things where, yeah, I say things that are out of pocket, but a lot of things that I say make sense. And then later on, incorporating the other content creators who said what I've said three, four years ago, it really just solidifies what I've been addressing. 
And going forward, it's going to be the same formula. Like I said, tomorrow going forward, we're going to try to use this article that I have. And um, I would give you guys a preview to that, but I don't want to do so at this moment. We're going to put in about four, well, three more minutes now just to wrap things up, just so I can have an equal 30 minutes to incorporate in the last uh, the last recording. <gasps> Excuse me. The last recording that got cut, we're going to have to try to uh, piece these recordings together into one episode, which that's not going to be a problem. Uh, I do have to piss really bad, and I do want to wrap this shit up, so I'm not going to play the audience. You know what I'm saying? Jersey Judah. In the meantime and in between time, this has been the Red Pill Party Podcast. It is 730 I am wrapping this up, going to try to upload this tonight. If not, then I'll have to upload it tomorrow morning, but it is what it is. Until then, I'm out. Peace.